what to say, what to say. But we don't have the means, but we can listen, yeah. Things that we sharpen our vision, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Negativity getting out of the way, out of the way. By listening to us that we bring life, yeah. Plus, it's like the voice of an angel, yeah. Dr. OJ, visionary, extraordinary. That bunny like you've been trying to die up, yes. With the team bringing life to the dream, that's all we Just keep on speaking, speaking for us You're the voice you want to hear You have the positivity Dr. OJ keep on speaking, speaking for us Dr. OJ Welcome to 60 Seconds with Dr. OJ. Today's podcast is a very special episode and I'm super excited. Welcome, welcome to my podcast. Today's episode is extremely special to me because on this wonderful February day, I am going to be speaking about nine facts about teen dating violence. Let me give you a bit of a background before we jump right into the nine facts and I'm going to run through them pretty quickly. But I'm going to provide them in in extreme detail in order to raise our awareness and to help us to, I guess, be in tune with what is happening in the world that we live in, especially as it concerns our children, our young children, all the way from elementary to young adults in college. Yes, young adults in college. This issue called teen dating violence starts pretty early actually it starts preteen and it goes all the way to young adults so it's very necessary for us at the honey drops foundation to be advocates within the community not just to um address um issues that have happened with domestic violence um victims and survivors but to also try to be preemptive proactive and preemptive in helping our young adults live beyond domestic violence by empowering them educating them and elevating their awareness to become more in tune with the realities of the real world especially some kids who come from homes that are ordinarily predisposed to violence and they might not be aware of it and picking up from some of this um environmental influences kind of predisposes a lot of young children to domestic abuse and that begins to demonstrate itself hello peachy malik i'm sorry hello um it kind of predisposes a lot of them to to domestic violence so today i'm going to be talking about nine facts about domestic violence my name is dr oyiko salajinadu and you are on my podcast i am recording live today on instagram as well and of course my podcast is available on every podcast platform including itunes google spotify anchor and the likes for you to kind of listen to a lot of my messaging but for the month of february since it is the domestic violence awareness month i am doing my part as the president and founder of the honey drops foundation to provide some education as our way of adding to the campaign that we already have established for the past six years 
of our nonprofit organization. So let's get started. First of all, what is teen dating violence? Teen dating violence is simply put domestic abuse that is found amongst young people. You know, we cannot really classify them as adults. They are minors, but they are also impacted by teen dating. They are, they are impacted by violence. Some of this violence is seen in kids who are demonstrating behavioral patterns such as bullying, um, using harsh language, and being extremely controlling, and just several different things that um, kids sometimes might look at as normal, but it's not normal. It is violent. And it's very important for us to raise the awareness of our young kids so that that way they're able to not only know for themselves the right and the wrong approach to relationships and be able to identify some red flags, some alarm signs that they can really pick out when they begin to see certain behavioral traits. Now let's get started. Number one, roughly 1.5 million high school boys and girls, roughly 1.5 million high school boys and girls in the United States have admitted to being intentionally hit or physically harmed in the last year by someone they were romantically involved with. This is a fact that, these are data and statistics, so this is not heresy and this is not something that we're making up. So I need to provide you guys with this facts. And the reason I decided to take this approach is because sometimes when we talk about a social issue in the abstract, people are not very, they don't take it like it's real. They feel like you're just telling a story and you're just telling them about something that might happen, could happen. Well, here today I am addressing 11 facts about teen dating violence. So look at those numbers. 1.5 million high school boys and girls in the United States admit to being intentionally hit or physically harmed in the last year by someone they are romantically involved with. Teens, that's number one. Number two, another number two, that second fact. Teens who suffer dating abuse are subject to long-term consequences like alcoholism, eating disorders, promiscuity, thoughts of suicide, and violent behavior. So teenagers or preteens who suffer from dating abuse, they are predisposed. They are pre, yeah, predisposed and they're probably going to suffer these long-term consequences of alcoholism, eating disorders, promiscuity, thoughts of suicide, and violent behavior. Number three, one in three young people will be in an abusive or will be in an abusive or unhealthy relationship. One in three young people will be in an abusive or unhealthy relationship. The tricky question is, what does an unhealthy relationship look like? When you talk to a young teenager, you know, how do you kind of tell them what an unhealthy relationship actually looks like? They have, there's several ways for us to identify this. You know, an unhealthy relationship is a relationship that tends, and that's a whole nother workshop on its own. I think I've done that workshop in the past, talking about the different signs to identify when you are in a, in a, in a, in a bad, unhealthy relationship. And I can quickly go over some, some points. Verbal abuse. Um, when the person you're in a relationship continually constantly puts you down. When the person plays or gestures hitting you. 
wants to control everything you do, the people you hang around with. Extremely possessive behavior. Those are some unhealthy signs of that, that one can easily pick out. There are several other signs that might not be so obvious, but those are some of the very obvious signs that a lot of young people tend to misinterpret as love and devotion. 33% of adolescents in America are victims of sexual, physical, verbal, or emotional abuse. That's a huge number. We are on the fourth fact right now. 33% of adolescents in America are victims to sexual, physical, verbal, or emotional dating abuse. In the United States, 25% of high school girls have been abused physically or sexually. So in the United States, 25% of high school girls have been abused physically or sexually. Teen girls who are abused this way are six times more likely to become pregnant or contract a sexually transmitted infection, sexually transmitted disease. Some people call it disease. It's infection, STIs, STDs, same thing. Females between the ages of 16 and 24 are roughly three times more likely than the rest of the population to be abused by an intimate partner. Females between the ages of 16 and 24 are roughly three times more likely than the rest of the population to be abused by an intimate partner. Hi, honey drops. Thanks for joining me. I'm recording a podcast but I'm also doing it live to raise awareness to teen dating violence in the month of February for the Honey Drops Foundation. So let's keep going. We are on number seven right now. Eight states in the U.S. do not consider a violent dating relationship domestic abuse. Now that is scary. There are states in the United States that do not consider violent dating relationship as domestic abuse. Therefore, adolescents, teens, and 20-somethings who are unable to apply for a restraining order from restraining order for protection from an abuser. So if you are living in eight of those states, you are unable to apply for a restraining protective order. So because they do not consider a violent relationship part of domestic abuse. That is very scary. I don't even know why that is legal. But there's some states in the United States that do not consider that. So just be very mindful. And I can, um, because of, for the sake of this presentation, I would love to kind of share those states, but I'm going to go through the facts and I'll get those states to you as well. Violent behavior often begins between 6th and 12th grade. That's why I said preteens are also a huge number when we look at the data and statistics for teen dating violence. We call it teen dating violence, but it's really preteen. It affects preteens as well. So violent behavior often begins between ages 6 through 12th grade. 72% of 13 and 14 year olds are dating. 72% of kids in that age group are already dating. I don't know if it's with the permission of the parents, but personally, as a parent, I believe that is inappropriate and kids at that age have no business dating. They should still be focusing on other things, developing themselves because they don't even have the psychological development, the psychological maturity to handle what it takes to be in a committed relationship or dating relationship or whatever you want to call it. So it's really, really a dangerous line. Parents beware. 
50% of young people who experience rape or physical or sexual abuse will attempt to commit suicide. 50%, half of the number. So anyone who has experienced rape, um, sexual abuse or physical abuse will attempt to commit suicide. They're more predisposed to suicide. Number 10, only one third of the teens who were involved in an abusive relationship confided, confided in someone about the violence. So most of the kids who get involved in domestic abuse do not ever come forward to speak about it. First of all, it's more of a shame thing. It's more of a misconception. A lot of them do not even know or are not even aware of the fact that that is something that they should make a report about. That is something that they should report on because they don't know that it's, it's abuse. They don't know it's, you know, kids have been, they have a mis, they, they've misconstrued a lot of things that society has sublimely programmed them or deprogrammed them to become less aware of. When we talk about the media, there's so much violence in the media. So when a kid that is a young age, about 13, 14, 15, 16, experiences violence, their brain tends to misinterpret it as something else other than what it is. So they don't even talk about it. They keep it a secret to themselves. And for some of them, it's because they are ashamed. They don't want to be laughed at. They don't want to be looked down on. And they don't want to be seen as a tattletaler or something like that. So those are some of the reasons. So parents, it's very important for you to be very, very mindful. Pay close attention to your kids. Talk to them. Ask a lot of questions, probing questions. As far as I'm concerned, my kids who are under my roof, you know, we talk about privacy. Yes, there's an extent to privacy. Well, really, kids that are responsible for my children, I'm sorry, there's no privacy in my house. I want to know everything. I want to know everything. Well, you know, kids will not automatically volunteer that information to, to you. So it's important for you as a parent or a guardian to build a good relationship with your kids. Build a good relationship that allows them to trust you. So that way it's gonna be easier for them to be able to talk to you, confide in you and share information with you. The last but not the least, teens who have been abused hesitate to seek help because they do not want to expose themselves. I just said that or are unaware of the laws surrounding domestic violence. They don't want to expose themselves, but the biggest part of it is they do not know about the laws surrounding domestic violence. And that is why education, proactive, preemptive education is very necessary for us to bring into our schools. <coughs> Excuse me. It's very necessary for us to bring this education into our schools so that our kids become more aware of the dangers that exist to them. <coughs> Sorry guys, been talking a lot. The dangers that exist you know, to them as young children, living in a society that has become very, very accepting of abuse in the society. So that's it, guys. I just had to take a moment there to look at all these facts. 11 facts. 11 facts about domestic violence. It's pretty scary. The numbers, 1.5 million high school boys and girls, one in three teenagers, one third of our kids do not tell us what's, they, 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 they never confide about any dangers that happens to them. These numbers are scary, guys, and I think if nothing at all, 
please take this information to heart and share with someone else who needs it. Because it's important for us to do our part to not only spread a message or just share information. It's important for us to each one teach one, educate ourselves. And that's why I decided that today was going to be about sharing facts, data, numbers that are very, very specific to painting the picture of what is actually going on in the society, especially for us in the United States, about teen dating violence. We have to be more aware. We have to be more proactive. We have to invest more in the education of our kids so that we can help elevate, empower, and educate them to live beyond domestic, sexual, teen dating violence abuse. All right, guys. I hope this information truly, truly helps, and I hope it gets to get it gets to, um, I guess, reach the hands of people who truly need it. But the Honey Drops Foundation is committed to one thing ensuring that we provide the resources as community advocates, the education as community advocates, and the support that is needed to help us and our entire global community to end domestic violence, especially when it concerns our youth. That means we're contributing to breaking the cycle of abuse and violence from the bottom up. So our kids don't even have to experience it because I believe that if they know better, they will do better. And if they're able to identify the pitfalls and the red flags, they will be able to make better choices when it comes to relationships. And even if they did make a wrong choice, they would be able to identify some signs and signals that allows them to quickly, quickly protect themselves and remove themselves from those violent situations rather than us having fatalities and deaths and just so many horrible things that you know we have to deal with with survivors and some victims of domestic abuse. All right, guys, my name is Dr. Oyinka Salajinadu. Thank you guys so much for listening to me today. Um, I would not want to say it's, a, it's been a pleasure, but it's always a pleasure to bring quality information to you guys. It's always a pleasure to bring you guys this information. This is the work that I do with my platform. Dr. OJ Speaks is all about having heartfelt conversations that allows us to not only um, shed light on critical issues, but allows us to also help our community do better and be better. All right, guys, don't forget to kind of just um, subscribe to my YouTube channel, guys. Sorry today, just, oh, Lord, 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 yes. <laughs> oh, the joys of being a live host. So, guys, don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel. Obviously, amazing content every week. You don't want to miss it. You want to be the first to know. Dr. OJ Speaks TV on YouTube. And, of course, my podcast. Check it out on iTunes, on Google, Spotify, Google Play. And you guys give me your feedback. Rate it and let me know. I want to hear your reviews on the content that we're providing. Remember, February is Teen Dating Violence Awareness Month. Do your part to help spread the love, spread the message of hope. Educate somebody. Uh, make an impact in the life of a young person. Contribute something to make society a safer, more pleasurable place for our young children to grow into the adults that they deserve to. So, guys, I'll see you next time. This has been 60 Seconds with Dr. OJ. Thank you for listening, guys.